This is JLS from the Nick of Time show here giving you that Knicks talk just in the Nick of Time. And it's time to celebrate a big Knicks win. The Knicks beat the lowly Orlando Magic 115 to 102. So gunshots for that victory. RJ Barrett gives you 20.6 rebounds and one assist. Julius Randle gives you 25 points, four assists, eight rebounds. The Loch Ness Monster, I mean the Block Ness Monster, gives you 14 points on a night. Jalen Brunson drops 21 and six assists. Emmanuel quickly doesn't even score, but gives you nine or six. And Toppin gives you 10. And the Knicks wallop the Orlando Magic 115-102. None of that Cole Anthony coming to New York to show us up. That didn't happen tonight. Sorry, Mo Bamba. You can't dance with us tonight. It didn't happen tonight. Bobo tried to get busy with us, but that didn't happen tonight. Julius Randle outperformed the number one pick in the draft, and the Knicks take home the victory, and we're going to talk about it all. Before I talk about it all, you already know, I got to introduce my guy. First and foremost, let me introduce you to my man from the YouTube channel across the street. I call him the Raw Metaphor. It's the Raw Hebrew Remnant. What's going on, Raw? J.E., what's up, my man? K.O.T. Crew. Let's go. Good to have you back, man. Good to have you back. Next up, next up, next up is the man. The myth. The legend guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. Good win tonight. Let's go. That's right. And of course, you already know it is my man, the Latin assassin, Mr. Lee Escobedo. Nasty, nasty Lee Escobedo. Nasty. Say what hello up, Lee? To my little friend. <laughs> we ain't got no worries tonight, man. Joyce Randall's back with a smile on his face. Balling the hell out. I'm happy, man. Good times in my team. I, I have to throw in ESPN freelance writer Lee Escobedo. I got to put respect Ooh. on his name, all right, from now on. All right. On so, yeah, yeah. Even, even if name. we don't we don't like his cam takes, we got to put some respect on his name because. No, <laughs> so, I'm a cam hide, man. I'm ready to join. Yo, you got New York Knicks on New Jersey. I, I'm a fan, you know? Uh, uh, listen, listen. <laughs> All those Knicks fans are eating crow right now. It's not just Lee, all right? Everybody in Knicks Nation is eating crow from Julius Randolph, haters next last year to now. Quickly had a redemption game today, even though he didn't score. Cam Reddish haters left them to die in preseason, and now they're back. So everybody is, everybody's wrong, all right? So everybody just embraced the wrong. <laughs> Celebrate this Knicks win tonight, all right? Knicks Nation, we all stink, okay? But we win. I'd rather stink and win, all right? So shout out to me. All right? And speaking of stinking right now, uh, I want to talk about someone who has watched the stench off of him in Julius Randle. Julius Randle is now becoming the garden darling again. He left the game and... Garden Faithful was clapping. And I was like, whoa, this is the officially start, the official start of Julius Randle coming back into the fold of the Garden and being trusted again. And he's done well. He, he's playing offense. He's playing defense. He's playing with pace. He He's shaking hands. He's helping teammates. He's like the model citizen. He's like, he. I feel like he just got out of jail and he went into like a rehabilitation program. And now he's like, I'm on a straight and narrow. I'm trying to do right by my family. It's, it's, it's amazing, man. Uh, Lee, no, raw, raw, raw. I'm gonna give you raw since he raw. Let me know what did you think about Randall's game today and just the game in general. He's playing the best basketball of his career to me right now, and 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 epitomizing that when he came in for Obi Toppin in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but he came out clapping his hands like, "Let's get some stops." That was Julius Rand. <laughs> I was like. Holy crap! Look at this man. So, uh, yes, uh, I, I'll, I'll take the L. I, I wanted to get rid of him. 
but the guy's paying the best ball of his career. You can't you can't move from state. Keep if he keeps playing like this, the Knicks are going to be good, man. And the thing is, he's saying let's get some stops. And usually you'd be like, well, you get some stops. The man was getting right. stops. He was right. playing defense. <laughs> right. He was walking it like he was talking it. It was like, okay. Yes, no, he was. He was actually playing defense, man. Yeah. I mean, so, it's so like Paulo Banchero got him all hyped up. Yeah. No, I think so, because Randall does have a tendency to get up for certain players. Yes, like, I, I, I fully believe he gets up for uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo all the time. Yes, he, gets he does. Up for the yes, he does. All the time. Yep. And I think he definitely got up. Or for for Paolo today, yeah. Ryan, what you got to say about the Julius Randle game today? Yeah, man. I mean, you gotta admit it. I mean, it's still early in the season, but it definitely seems like All Star Randle is back. And if All Star Randle is back, then the Knicks are definitely going to do well this season. No question about it. It's right. it's like night and day. His attitude from last season to this season is night and day. He stepped it up on a defensive end. On offense, he's not forcing shots like he used to. He's playing within the floor of the offense. And I think Jalen Brunson is a big reason as to why he's playing within the floor of the offense and not forcing up shots. And there's nothing really else to say about Julius Randle's game. He's definitely turned a corner this season. And you have to give that man his props. Mm -hmm. And if he continues playing like this, yeah, the Knicks are making the playoffs. I'm saying it right now. Knicks are making the playoffs. 50 burger. Oh, the 50 burger is back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound so crazy when you see it like this now. We got we got some games coming up. We got some game coming up. Yo, after this Hornets game, we're we gonna yeah. be tested. We got the 76ers, we got the Celtics. We got some some games coming. I just wanted them to come out of their first 10, 5, and 5. If they can come out 5 and 5, I, I'm taking that as a really big step forward because this is a tough schedule after after the Hornets game. They got a tough schedule. I'm thinking the same thing. I feel like we can definitely sneak up on some people. Those close games that we were struck in the close, we can start to do that today. I kind of saw some evidence of that today when Julius Randle did get a little bit out of control. Jalen Brunson was like, no, give me the ball. Mini. Mm-hmm. Mitty, mm-hmm. uh, even mm-hmm. when he missed, it was good shots. He went mm-hmm. to the hole, looked for Bobo to collapse, passes the RJ. He just made the correct play every single time. And this is not the Jalen Brunson segment, but I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna pass it back to leave back to the Deuce Randall segment. But Jalen Brunson definitely uh, is a stabilizer for this team. Mm-hmm. But- Throughout Julius Randall's career, he's never been someone who's gotten in trouble with the law off the court. He's never been an asshole. He's you know he's a foundational family man. By all accounts, a great father, great husband, great community person, uh, helps out with schools in New York City and here in Dallas. He's been an all-around great guy, uh, Kobe Bryant mentor, like su- super solid dude. He had one bad year, and that year I think was well-deserved for the criticism that was laid on him mm-hmm. because a lot of it had to do with his attitude, his hustle, and his effort. Now, this year, you turn it around, you have to be just a blind, either blind or a hater to still crap on him. While he's playing, I agree with Raw, the best basketball of his career. And I think Coach Thibodeau is is coaching the best yeah. basketball of his career as well. And those mm-hmm. two things go are hand in hand in how they work well each other in tandem in terms of the, the, our best player and our head coach. So I got no reason to be upset about Randall. And the thing I like the most about him is how he, when RJ was having a really tough first half and third quarter, he was in his ear. I saw him talking to him. I saw him trying to find him, draw, collapsing the defense. Yeah. And specifically for him to get a shot going, saying, look, young buck, I trust you, but you're going to be okay. I'm going to find you open. Here's the rock. And I was really impressed by that. He did not do that last season. and really didn't do that the season before either. I tried to get guys done. Owen, he did it. He was saying, yo, what's up, Obi? We come in the game for him, subbing in. He was doing high fives and, and bat slaps. Glad to see that Randall back. Because when he's there, we're winning. It's a philosophy change from top to bottom. I remember Derrick Rose coming in and saying, we need accountability from top to bottom. And it seemed like that's been happening. And Lee brought up a good point. Add, we have to add, we might have to add Tom Thibodeau to that list of people yes, that uh, we owe an apology to. <laughs> We might have to add him to the list because we've been talking about playing fast like every season. This season, we're actually playing fast. That's right. Um, Randall is actually getting the ball in pick and roll situations where he doesn't have to think. He's just going to the hole and finishing. 
that crazy floater he's been practicing all summer has been working. He's shooting it, man. Yeah, he's shooting it. He's <laughs> shooting it. So it's an apology so all, all, all around so far. Now it's still really early, and we still, we haven't played the juggernaut teams yet. But the eye test kind of tells you that what's been added is working. We're playing the right way a lot more consistently from top to bottom. Um, from from the bench, from the starters to the bench, we're playing harder defense. We're playing faster. We're moving the ball more. How many assists did we have tonight? It was not as good. It was like 24, I think it was. 24. Okay. Okay. All right. It wasn't as good as they did the first couple of um, games. But, hey, listen, tonight was an ugly win to me. It was yeah. a desperate team we were playing. And so they 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 went ugly, man. Definitely. I, I remember preseason Raw was the one that said that he thought Tom Thibodeau was going to have the best coaching year of, of yep. his career. And I'm not trying to make assumptions on why he why Raw thought that, but from, from my calculations, it's Jalen Brunson to have someone who's like uh, uh, he's almost an avatar for the way that Tom Thibodeau thinks <laughs> yeah. and yeah. coaches, where you don't <laughs> really have to say on offense. He, Tom Thibodeau really knows exactly what. Jalen Brunson's going to do, and he feeds that energy and that communication, that playing style to the rest of the team. And he really picks up a lot. It makes up for a lot of Tom Thibodeau's coaching mistakes out there on the floor when he's freewheeling and being creative. That's right. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. With Tom Thibodeau's uh, Achilles heel would be, you know, kind of offensive play calling, um, making those types of reads. But when you have a guy in Jalen Brunson who is your eyes on the floor, who can make reads on the fly, collapse the defense, make the right pass. Like It really covers up everything that is wrong with Tom Thibodeau on that side of the ball. And even from what I've seen from Tom, his out-of-bounds plays have been a lot better early this season. It so used to he, kill me when he'd have uh, Reggie Bullock take the ball out of bounds. I'd be like, don't, don't, no, no. <laughs> 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 Thank God that's not happening. Oh no, he's much better now. Oh, much better. Yeah, he's grown. He's grown a lot. To say yeah. And Alec Burks. Oh my God, both of them disasters taking the ball out of bounds. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, the front office. Shut out the World Wide West. <laughs> the front office cleaned up his mess. They took oh. away his crutches. The front office. I think Roy was saying this live. The front office and Tom seem to be in synergy right now, and it looks like. It's all working like oh man i'm really excited to see what happens when we play tougher teams yeah 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 really excited. tom actually likes the new additions i'm not sure how he felt about fournier at first he certainly didn't like him but walker he loves hartenstein he loves Jalen brunson true those, those are his guys that's right yeah for real i'm not gonna lie i was for evan fournier i thought he would help us a lot a lot i mean he's done okay but that we had once we got grimes he kind of become obsolete to me Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> even today, first quarter, right? The the our first unit versus the Magic's first unit. We're going back and forth. I feel like first a shout out to Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson for that first quarter was a demon. He was <laughs> otherworldly. He was blocking shots. He blocked Bobo's three. That was nasty. I that know was an alien, yeah. alien blocking an alien. That was crazy. I, I was like, I was like, I was like, you at MSG with Mitch Rob at the Mecca, son. Oh, he's like, the real blockness monster. He's the real blockness monster. Yeah, but it was crazy because Mitch to me was covering up. I think I think Jalen Brunson and Evan Fournier's mistakes. I feel like he single handedly, uh, what's the word? Structured that defense so things didn't get out of hand. Right. And I think that's why well, Jalen Brunson got in a little bit of foul trouble because of it. And, but Mitch Robinson, man, God bless him. He he had a great game on the night. I don't remember the stats mm-hmm. off the point off the bat. I believe it's fourteen point six rebounds. I believe five offensive rebounds. Yeah. Five offensive. And rebounds. I thought he had more than that, but they said credited with five. I thought he had more than that because isn't it an offensive board if you catch it off a rebound and flush it? Yeah, it should be. That's what I thought. That should be. That definitely should be yeah. it. Because just on two plays, he had three. But I was like, whatever. Okay. Right. But, yo, I think we're really going to go to the next level once we get Grimes back. Um, or, oh, just 
maybe it'll just make things even trickier with the lineups because right now we're going with IQ to close because we don't trust Evan Fournier to defend a, a cone. You know? <laughs> no, that's right. But, you know, I, I, I wait to get Cam, my man. My man Cam. What's, yo, what's the, let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. Before we talk about it, let me get the gunshots and salute to the chat real quick. Salute to the chat, man. And thank you for the people. I saw some people subscribe to the channel. Thank you guys for subscribing. If you want to listen to us talk next basketball, after games we're here after every game, talking next basketball, one, two, three, or four of us at any time after every Knicks game. So hope you go join the show so far. And let me get to these super chats before they disappear like they did last time. Hold on. <laughs> So first, I see we got two super chats. Shout out to Echelon. It says NYK didn't get pieces of cheese. They got slices. <laughs> All right. Cut them up. Cut them up. All right. Shout out to Echelon for the super chat. Also, shout out to Murphy Johnson. It says a five super chat. It says IQ was more impressive tonight than Friday. IQ had a zero. This is the most impressive zero point game I've ever seen. Yes. 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 And I think that's a good transition super chat to talk about the second unit and what impressed me about it. One what impressed me about it was IQ went off and Derrick Rose hardly played. Right. Yeah. And usually the last game, I'm like, all right, all right, Derrick Rose is there. He's kind of a stabilizer. But today it was just like IQ felt stable and he didn't chuck and he didn't even take a lot of shots only five shots on the night and the first three assists were two none other than killer cam everybody thought iq had some secret beef and for, for, for cam reddish for some reason i don't know why iq just chucks he doesn't have beef that's just he just he just yeah he's just he has his man in Obi Toppin. He doesn't know Cam's game really yet. They haven't played that long together. And, you know, the more they play together, the more they might they'll get that synergy going. Get, just chill. Just give it a chance. Just, just give it a chance. And you know what else it is to me? Sometimes we screenplay the kids. And then when the kids play, you're like, get the kids off the floor. No, this is what you wanted. <laughs> this is what you wanted. You wanted to play the kids. With playing the kids comes dumb stuff that IQ does sometimes. But you got to go through those going planes to see what that person is, if he can handle it, and see if you can go for that. And me personally, I just as me, I saw him do this for the last 30 games last season. And I'm hoping that's still there. Today was the first glimpse or first glimpse of that point guard that I saw last season for the last 30 games. And I hope that continues. Uh, what do you guys have, Matthew? Have to add to that. Well, if if you notice, uh, IQ's been the first guard off the bench for the whole season, first three games. So yeah. that's a, and so because of that, Tibbs Tibbs is putting Rose less minutes. Yeah, he's giving him less minutes, and so that's just a move that Tibbs decided to do. It makes sense to me. I, I understand Rose is thirty four. Yes, he's in great shape, but it's time. It's a, yeah. you know you got to let the youth play. So you got quick, and then. Tonight, overall, um, the bench unit wasn't needed as much. The, the first unit was, you know, when, when they started really taking control of the game, it was the first unit started doing it. There was a time, of course, Bob Deep came in and got the crowd riled up and, and pushed it. But then in the fourth quarter, that fo that first unit was playing much better. And, and I think Tibbs did the right thing, keeping them in the game. So um, it, that's why you see Obi with 14 minutes. It wasn't like you know, he was playing badly. Obi it was just that the first, actually. yeah, it was just that the first unit was playing so well. And, and, and that's, you know, you're going to get nights like that. And then you're going to have nights where you're going to need Obi and Cam to get 20 something minutes of please. So I like the way Tom did the minutes. Uh, and, and I'm, and I'm finding him to be much more flexible now, but Cam, man, he's just so daggone smooth. He makes it look so <laughs> daggone easy. And I always liked that about him. Even when that Duke, I was like, this cat is too much, man. So, now his game is maturing, and I have to give Tibbs credit, man. I mean, it's under Tibbs, his game is maturing, and he's and he's much better on defense. I'm not saying he was ever a scrub on defense, but now he's a really good defensive player. So yeah. uh, he was giving whoever was on the perimeter. I think it was um, I don't know if it was um, 
Franz Wagner, somebody, he was giving them fits when yeah. he was out there. So, yeah, he was. And he was guarding. Uh, they actually put him on on, on um, Ponchero, Ponchero at the end, too. Yeah, he did. He And he was guarding him, too. I, I, I like, and that's what I'm saying. I can see Fournier being expendable, not just for Grimes, but for Cam. You know, because I would start, now at this point, I could start. Did you notice a couple of minutes he had Cam out there with the starters? He had Cam out there with the starters. And I was like, Oh shoot! He's yeah. playing with the starters. Working so I was like, okay, okay, okay. We're gonna see what happens here. We're gonna see what happens. I, I think a lot of the success that we're seeing from guys like Mitch, uh, Obi, Randall, Cam, Brunson, a lot of it, a lot of it is owed and predicated on Tom on Tom Thibodeau. Yep. Him yep. changing the most stubborn parts of his coaching philosophy, and one of them is no more hockey substitutions. That's right. Five guys in, five guys out. Yeah. I love the way that he slowly integrated IQ and Hartenstein in that first round of substitutions in the first quarter. And got the ball moving with Hartenstein. We start passing the rock, find wide open shots. IQ subbed in for uh, Brunson. Dude was like out there, find guys, rebound the ball from the point guard position. And then he slowly pulled in Cam, Obi, and uh, Rose. I thought the substitutions were more seamless. Uh, the yep. last couple of games, games that I saw last season, and it's really helped the continuity of the of the first team and the bench playing well together when they overlap too. It's not like all of a sudden it's the first time those guys have played together in the fourth quarter for the last three minutes of a game and they don't have the familiarity and continuity with each other. Now they have that from the first quarter. It's like, damn, man, I'm, I'm impressed with, with Tibbs and the, the way that he's coaching this team now. Mm-hmm. He's doing a really good job. I thought this would be a, a good year for him because he's finally not only – does, did, his, did his favorite toys that was messing us up get taken away? But he finally starts trusting these guys that he's been riding for the last two, three years. You yeah. know, so he starts trust. He trusts Obi now. He puts more trust in him. He's not ready to pull him every time he makes a mistake. Yeah. And Obi ain't making a mistake like that. And so he trusts him. He trusts quick. You know, he trusts Cam. So with, with that, you're going to see more continuity from him because he trusts these kids. Yeah. And I'm it's not paying just I was I was waiting to hear your your reasoning for what, why you thought Tibbs was going to have a great coaching year. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, he trusts these guys more, and and that's what was missing last year. He wasn't trusting them enough to play them for Alec Burks or, you know, when he needed to. But this year is different, man. So this this is this is pretty good. Anything to add to that, Ryan? Um, well, the only thing I'm going to say is that with Cam, you know, at this point, I'm pretty much. Eating everything I said in preseason, you know, like. <laughs> Wait, didn't you say if you feel like Cam Reddish, yeah, should play any minutes? I said come through here and smack you. I heard you say that. And you know, and every time I see Cam play, more and more, I just pull back and be like, you know what? I was really a dumbass to say that because. <laughs> 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 This self-inflicted so level to his game, and <laughs> I'm just here, like, you know, because you know, at, at, on a podcast, you say a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, you could be right, but then when you're wrong, it hits that much harder. You're like, damn, <laughs> man, why the hell did I give up on this dude in preseason? He's pretty much showing why people believe in him because he has this potential where if he can just put it together, he could be a really solid piece to any team. Defensively, he's gotten much better. Going to the basket, I mean, dude is nearly unstoppable going to the basket. You 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 can't really hold him like that. Man, his length is crazy. Yeah, Gosh. and I got to give Cam his props. And, you know, and like, you know, what Liam Rowe was saying with the second unit, you know, I do like the way Thibs is coaching, you know. I, I do like the fact that Thibs is mixing and matching, you know. Some of the first unit guys in it with the second unit, and it's and you know he's 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 like getting the team integrated with each other. So it's like it's not just the first unit being familiar with the first, you know, the second right. unit being familiar with the second unit. Now you got first unit, second unit players come becoming familiar with each other, and I think that's going to benefit the team in the long run. So look, first unit lit, second unit lit. I'm Let's good go. right now. We that's all I gotta say. I, I do. I do think it's important. The, the, the criticism for Cam wasn't coming from nowhere. Right. I think throughout his career, the issue has been not embracing the opportunity that's given to him. He's given the minutes. He's given a place in the rotation. Sometimes in Atlanta, he's even started games, and he never puts together a consistent reel of defense, uh, good, efficient shots, and taking over on mismatches where he has an opportunity to thrive. 
And this, so far in a small sample size, he's done all those things. He's right. coming in, playing within the flow of the team. He's not, you know, IQ is really the only guy who shoots a little bit outside of the rotation. But he's playing within the flow of the offense. He's actually trying on defense. He, he's utilizing the best parts of his game, which is driving to the basket 10, 15 feet out, going for offensive rebounds, and just breaking down slower, flat-footed defenders when he's in ISO situations. And he's hitting threes in the corner. Not, not as much as I would like, but he's doing that. And that is why that criticism has now dissolved from what it yeah. was the preseason season because he's actually taking advantage of the opportunities that Tibbs has given to him. And Tibbs is giving him opportunities, which right. is another part of it, too. You know what it was for me? My thing was, it's not that the criticism wasn't um, warranted because if you heard us last season, I was saying that he wasn't consistent. I was saying a lot of things that Lee are saying, but I was just saying, yo, we need to give this guy time to like adjust to the team because he hasn't had a chance to play with the first unit or the second unit that much. So like give it more than two preseason games to say he's trash, you know, Very fair. I was hot on the trigger. I, I admit. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I- that's it. I was and, hotter than Ron. I was real. I was real hot. <laughs> but no, I, I see mean, we got some I, caller I, I in, to, some callers. I, I at least gave him to preseason, though. I at least gave him to the end of preseason. You gave him to the end of preseason. <laughs> I at least gave him to the end of preseason. That's <laughs> But we got some callers in, so salute to you guys who's going to call in. Callers, so so if you're going to ask somebody other than me a question, give me a second to like adjust the, the controls. But um, so. He, you can hear, all right? So, first caller up, we got, I think we have Edson from LI. Hey, guys, can you hear me clear? Yes. All right. Disclose disclaimer, you guys are very choppy because of the weather, but don't matter because the garden was shining. Julius is showing up. Yes. It's a bit early. I wanted to give it to the next uh, after game five, which is going to be Still iffy because of considering what the schedule comes up, so it may distort people's perception. But usually, my first impressions of for for, for players at the beginning of the season is five games. Then it's ten games. That's like, all right, I kind of get to see where this is going, mm-hmm. and ultimately twenty games for the entire team. But hey, people are people are no nut swinging. That's what I'm saying. So let them, let him have it. I mean, it's really good time. It's really good time right now. Yeah. Randall has impressed has impressed me with his game, that he's a, he's matured, that he's improved. I don't know if people are still paying attention to the fact that they whoa, he, because he's got a real point guard. No, it's not just because he has a real point guard. No, Rod's been very clear on his channels. Like he had point guard, it was just nagging issues. But we're starting to see clear signs that may go to a different direction because. He's surrounded by a culture that holds him holds him accountable. That so trying to build him into a better direction and a role that he probably should should have been should have been yeah. given to. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, a, a role that he needed to be a third option, something off pressure, and and allowing to be what who we what we see with the Magic. You know, get, getting rebounds, we don't really see rebounds from Randall that often. Fewer turnovers. Yeah. Oh, what can I what can I say? It's just like I can't. I need to see more of this after Game Five. Then I could be, be more confident. Okay. okay, I got you. I'm seeing a change. Go ahead. I got you. So you not believe? I get it. It's, it's too early for you. You want to see more evidence? I get it. I say the same thing a lot. I always go. It's a sample size. Let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, like for me, but uh, uh, for me, I think the real test. I want to see what happens when we're down when something's not going his way when you know multiple times but so far he's he, like calls that he hasn't been getting he's talking to the rest calmly that's a good sign um i actually feel like i saw him meditating before the game am i crazy but before the game he was like he was like all zen <laughs> he had his eyes closed in his hands i, didn't, really? <laughs> like, okay, I don't know what man was doing but I, he sent whatever he's doing season, man. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah long as it's legal you know as long as it's legal. <laughs> as long as it's legal. But yeah, 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 thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for your input. Thank you guys. All right. You guys have a great evening. All right, you too. All right. Next caller up. What's your name? Where are you from? What do you want to talk about? It's Jason from Side. What up, Jason? What's going on, man? Yeah, man? There's a lot to talk about, but I'll just focus on two things. Well, three things. I'll just say 
Randall definitely was meditating before the game started. He said he was or he wasn't? He was. He said he was. No, he was. Like, yeah. He was doing something where he had his hands up like that. Yeah, okay, yeah, you saw it. It wasn't just me. <laughs> no, he's definitely meditating. And that's a good sign. You know, maybe he's at peace with himself mentally. Absolutely. All right, but the two things I want to talk about is one, Cam Reddish, and two, Obi Cop. First off, Cam Reddish. I said this, and that after preseason, when everyone was down on Cam, I was down on Cam, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. That I thought that the best place for him, everyone was like, he needs to go to a team when he's going to get all this minutes. I said, no, he, he needs to stay in the mix. Because <laughs> he's had minutes before. When he was at the Hawks, he played a lot of minutes. He, he needs a coach. That was going to hold, hold him accountable, accountable and mm-hmm. he the coach was going to give him the structure. And, and that way he would get rid of all his mistakes. Because that's his biggest problem. It wasn't that he wasn't talented. It's that he made too many mistakes. He wasn't focused. I don't know. He, maybe he's just a kid who he, he was always good when he was a kid. He's really like, to me, he's like the, everything wrong with AAU basketball. It's kind of like the way they describe how Cameron was before. So, you know, I feel like kids and the coaching staff that work with him, and he might be turning the corner. I still need to see more games. I'm not jumping out the window like everyone else saying, oh, he's this and that. I need to see more consistency. I need to Same. see a couple good games put together. Because he wasn't that good last game. And then I'm all in. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Short and sweet to the point, yo. Th- thanks for calling in, Jason. All right. All right. No, I agree. I, I, what do you think about this, guys? Like the same way, I don't want to jump out the window for two bad games. I'm not want to jump out the window for two good games, but it's a good sign for me that that like he's heading in the right direction. I think he made some great points that Tom Thibodeau's um, discipline is going to rub off on Cam and just our culture in general. Like everybody on his team is a workhorse. Mm-hmm. They go to yeah. the gym two a.m., three a.m., get up shots. And they're they're how how can Cam be around that and then not rub off on them? Yeah, I think that's a point that I haven't really heard brought up by uh, any other Knicks beat writer. Is that there's a huge emphasis on Leon Rose and really Scott Scott Perry as well, but he was hindered by Steve Mills to really build like a type of culture to have a uh, to have a, a art type of what a Knicks player looks like, how they speak, how they perform, and how what kind of work they put in off the court. And really, there's a lot of synergy on this team of have the same type of guy. You're seeing the work put in by RJ, IQ, OB, Mitch to improve year after year. Grimes comes in, works on his game immediately. You start seeing him becoming a better three-point shooter. There's really, in that type of, of environment and structure, helps guys like Cam and Randall, who have, whose game is predicated on their confidence, really get to a place where they feel more comfortable with their teammates and hit better, more efficient shots when they're out there on the court. And I think that we're, the Nits Nits team is able to have a guy like Cam who might have a little bit of, of a weird, uh, wonky reputation absorb it into the team and help him improve because of a stretcher that's already in place. Great. I'm hopeful, though. I'm hopeful. I'm not already convinced yet, but I'm hopeful because there's a lot of talent in Cam. And I don't know if anybody else has anything to that. I can get to the Super Chats if, 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 you're, if you're, you don't have anything to that. No, I'm just going to add one thing, you know. I'm I'm here acting hype, you know, because, you know, I'm happy to see Cam actually, you know, showing what, you know, we expect from him. But, of course, you know, I'm still on the, hesit- the hesitant side as well. Like, I know that my expectations is I know Cam is going to have games where he's not going to be that great. You know, I already know those type of games are coming. Every player has those type of games. My whole thing is as long as he just keeps up the effort, that's all I really care about. And as long as he keeps up that effort, I will continue to praise Cam because he's showing me that he's putting in the work to get better. So, yeah, that's me. I, I just think I, I'm agreeing with what Thibodeau said. There's more ways to have a good game than just the score. And Thanks. so his defense um, and his awareness on defense and his effort on defense has been consistent. Even preseason has been consistent. I was worried about him because of the fact that I felt like if he didn't go off, Thibodeau wasn't going to give him the chance to, to, you know, to give him no minutes. But what Tibbs said was he's taking good shots. His effort on defense is good. He's using his length. And Tibbs was impressed enough with that to put him in the rotation. Now that he's in the rotation, I'm not worried about him. I, I, I feel like 
it's only a matter of time before he puts together a string of really good games. I just, I'm just waiting for that. When, once he gets acclimated to the team and gets acclimated in this team and in this rotation, I think he's going to be, I think Cam is going to be all that. I just, well, I just hope he stays healthy. Yeah. That's like the perfect message to hear for Cam who, who I feel like really emphasizes the offensive side of the ball. Hey, your defense is getting you time. You, you yep. went over yep. five. Yep. But you're still That's in right. the game because you That's shut right. that guy down. You got to block. Right. You got to steal. You got to rebound. That's right. So That's right. get get that going and you're good to go. So I think that's a really good message for him um, to kind of rewire his thinking. Salute to the chat. Oh, shout out to my guy, Samir Sariano, because you, you sent the super chat before. I didn't get to read it. So I'm going to make sure. I'm going to give you two gunshots because we didn't get to read it before. All right. says... He says the five dollars super chat says salute. It's always good to get that W against a team that we should be beating. The team will keep improving. Mob deep is real. Oh, do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shook ones it. Yo, no Terrence Ross game. I was shocked. Terrence <laughs> Ross didn't go off on. I was a little concerned though because he hit a couple of wild shots. I was like, oh god, here we go. Yeah, here we go. All the shots were wild though. He didn't get any clean looks the entire night. All the now way. he usually hits him anyway though. <laughs> yeah, but then I got scared that Bobo, uh, shoot, he's playing like Black Victor today. That, that's what I'm yeah, calling. man. Black Victor. That brother, Victor. That brother was rough. <laughs> that brother was rough. He was going off today. I was like, wait, did he have a career high night on us? They said he, he did. That's what they said. It was yeah. his career high tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But it's all good because we got the Black Mess Monster shutting that down. It's all good. All right. Uh, we got another super chat coming up before we talk about RJ Barrett next. Shout out to Keith Watkins who sent a $9.99 super chat. Wait, where'd it go? I just saw it. It says, not sure if you noticed, but only time Julius brings up the ball is when JB allows him to. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Good. That's the way it should be. Exactly. That's right. When JB calls for the ball, he gets it, period. Uh, Julius Randle uh, wasn't like that with any of the pass point guards. Great job, guys. That's a good point. You can tell he really respects him. You can tell he off rip from day one. That's apparent. Very apparent. And it seemed like he respected even in preseason and, and in the summer before they even played a game. So. But he does. He makes Randall. He makes Randall's game way more efficient, man. It really does. And Randall has learned to allow him to do that, to allow his point guard to do that. Some people say he didn't have one before. I don't agree with that. I just think Randall's matured as a as a player. Yeah, I think it's two parts. Just two. One part maturity. Two parts trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard him say. Somebody said that Randall. I think it might have been like Rory Moore. Rory Moore podcast actually. Who said that this is the he feels like this is the best point guard he's ever played with. So mm -hmm. he 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 really respects him. And also one more two dollars we chat from Echelon says Cam is on a probation like last season's Obi. I don't know about that. I don't know. He's, 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 I don't know about that. I, don't know. I think I, he don't have tips yelling at him to make a mistake not make a mistake every five seconds. Obi had that away until this year, the end of last year. Yeah. Maybe last year. Maybe last year yeah. might have been in probation. Yeah, the end, the end of last year. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think Cam is in that same position. I think Tibbs just gives Cam way more respect now. Absolutely. Yeah, I haven't seen Tibbs really pull somebody for making a mistake, especially with the young guys. Yeah. done it this season. Yep. Yeah, Tibbs has grown. Uh, he says another super chat. says, for context, Cam shows more utility than utility. What? Is that what you meant this fight? No, he just says for context, Cam shows more utility, more utility. I, I, I don't know. I think he's trying to say that Cam is um like first. Swiss Army knife type guy. Yeah, think, yeah, I think that's what he's trying to say. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, thanks for the translation. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? More utility. All right, this is why we got four people on the show. All right, yo. Next up, let's talk about something. R.J. Barrett, right? R.J. Barrett had. I'm glad RJ finished the game the way he did. Let me just pull up yeah. these stats real quick because I was scared, guys. I was worried. I didn't know what was happening. 
He started off the game well, going to the hole, collapsing the defense and spring it out just like Tom Thibodeau wanted. And then he got a little tunnel vision. IQ wish. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, I don't know. What do you What do you think of the uh, anybody can go? Who do you think of RJ's game today? Well, I'll say this: first half was rough. I will put that out there. First half was rough. I do feel like he did force some drives, and he wasn't really. He wasn't really finishing at the rim or really passing it out to, you know, teammates off the drives. You know, it was more like he was trying to bully, bully his way to the rim and it wasn't working out for him in the first half. But in the second half, I feel like he kind of let the game come to him. You know, he wasn't forcing it anymore. And, you know, him finishing the game with 20 points, it pretty much seemed like it came out of nowhere yeah. based on the game he had today. So if, if, if I have to grade RJ's game today, you know, Bad first half, good second half. You know, I'm glad he got it together towards the end of the game. You know, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Anyone else want to go? No, I, I think Ryan hit it on the head, Michelle. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I think the, the three-point shooting not hitting is kind of a mental thing right now at this point. The goal from shooting that way in preseason to the way he's shooting now, wide open jumpers clanking off the board. It's kinda of, it's kinda of weird to me that he's he's missing. I I I think it's really I think it's just mental because all of a sudden he just hit a couple of threes quickly. And even though he always starts off slow, I was hoping him and IQ in particular would start off a little faster than them than they did last season, but it hasn't happened so far. Um hopefully this is one of those wake up games where he turns the corner and now he starts going and he can stop pressing because I feel like a lot of the reason why he's even forcing himself into the hole is because his shot isn't falling and he doesn't really trust it. So hopefully today kind of like reconfigurates his his shot chart and doesn't force as much when he's open shoot it when he's when he has to drive drive and you don't have to press to just make something happen just because I didn't score it. I didn't score yet, so I'm going to the hole. That's the feeling I got today. For the first half. That's a good point, JLS. I, I do think his confidence is directly tied to his three point shooting, too. Yeah, for he sure. For sure. Every aspect of his game. Facts. Salute to the chat. Um, we got Paul's next caller up. Paul, let us know what you want to talk about, sir. And where are you from, Paul? Yeah, what's going on, cuz? It's uh, Paul from Queens. What's going Just on? I want to give a shout out to the crew JLS, Ryan G, Raw, and Lee. Right. Always love y'all shows. Yeah, do a great job, man. Uh, appreciate it, Paul. Uh, first, I want to give thank you. I, I want to give RJ his props because uh, he was that, like Jay Ellison was saying, he was definitely forcing it early in the game. I think he's got a statistical thing in his mind, and that's kind of causing his game to kind of, you know, not be where it needs to be. He needs to just forget all the statistics and just ball out. Yeah, you know, and, and let the come, let the game come as as it comes. If he makes the 20, he makes the 20. You know what I mean? If he makes two for three for three, that's a good look. But, you know, not to stress it, just to play ball. And I got to say, uh, Cam might even be our number two at the end of, by the end of the season. You know, once you get more opportunities, this kid's defense and his scoring prowess is kind of unique to this, to this uh, lineup, the lineup that we could put out there. I mean, what, what do y'all think? Um, for me, I would say if he can drop, like, to me, his mid-range jump pull-up game is still kind of shaky, and that's what, to me, was going to take him to the next level. But if he can take guys off the dribble and finish at a high clip, that's a good start. Um, But right now, to me, as far as three-level scoring, it's clear to me personally that Jalen Brunson is one. And oh yeah, absolutely. And then uh, right now, Julius Randle is kind of like one A, but Julius Randle can still go off the range yeah. a little bit. So it's like I'm. That's why I'm glad Jalen had the game he did because when he went off the range, it started going ISO too much. He's like, all right, just give me the ball. So to me, it's yeah. It, let, let me correct myself. It's, it's definitely Jalen Brunson one and Julius Randle is number two. But what I was saying in reference to Cam is, I think he might be able to overtake RJ. I'm a big RJ fan. But mm. I think 
Cam might be able to overtake him by the end of the season as far as the number three option. Ooh. Wait, oh, that's, you, that's know, you know that's what? A... I, you just you just brought up a really good topic. I just I want to talk about it with the guys real quick. All right? <laughs> I, I want to talk about this with the guys. Thank you so much for calling because you just opened up a new can of worms. <laughs> yeah, big shout out to Jay, to Jay Ellis, Ryan G, Roy, and Lee. Love y'all, guys. All right, salute. Yo, that's um, what you call a hot take. That is a hot take. That is a hot take. Whoa. Okay. Interesting because Cam has always been said to have the higher ceiling than RJ. But what do you think of that take? Because it's it's interesting because RJ has has trouble finishing. He's he's gotten a little bit better this season. But if we if we I can see Cam at least overtaking RJ in the finishing area because of his length, maybe. But um, I might give RJ the edge when it comes to playmaking. Yeah. Um, but what do you guys think of RJ versus well, Cam? Well, I've always felt like Cam had more basketball talent than RJ. It's mm-hmm. the problem is that RJ is more available than Cam. That, that's the bottom line. I mean, that's to true. me... That's what it is. If you got, if they're both equally available and you give them equal minutes, Cam's going to just outshine them because Cam, to me, it's no contest as far as talent is concerned. Cam, Cam to me is is way more talented than RJ. But RJ is a tough, rough, strong young boy, man. So I mean, and he's available, whereas Cam has not been available. So that's what it depends on. If you're going to let them both play and they're both going to be healthy this year, I just I always feel the cream rises to the top, and you're going to just see. <laughs> to me, how good Cam Reddish really is, and 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 if he's hurt, that's going to be RJ's favor because RJ is available, and with Tibbs especially, you better be available. Yeah, that's that's a too hot of a take for me. <laughs> uh, Cam Reddish and RJ were both on the Charlotte Bob uh, the Charlotte Hornets. Sure, yeah, I think Cam would probably average more points per game in a free flowing system, but. R.J. Barry is really tailor-made for a tip system in that Luol Dane mode where he's like a two-way guy who's not the best perimeter shooter, but it goes to the basket strong, can guard some twos, some threes, and fours, uh, good ball handling, secondary playmaking. I just think R.J. does more with less and is more of a, a, a two-way, consistent two-way, dependable player than Cam Reddish. Now, can Cam Reddish like have an aberration with five games? He's average. 25 a game yeah i think you can do that but overall i just think rj barrett fits what tibbs is trying to do more um and i think overall he's a better more well-rounded player than cam reddish is right now but i agree with the fact that he's also more gifted basketball wise and athletically than rj barrett as well yeah and i'm just gonna close it off by saying this like that hot take like if that hot take was a couch and I sat down on it, that shit would burn through my damn pants. I passed out. <laughs> that, that hot take is no. way too hot for me. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't rock with it. I can't rock with it, but I'll say this. He and Ross said, Cam is definitely a more gifted player than RJ Barrett. I do think that Cam does have to be a bit more consistent to get to RJ's level because right now, if you if you ask me who do I trust more to produce what I need for the team to win, I'm trusting RJ right now over yeah. Cam. And I think and I think RJ is a bit ahead of Cam at the moment. But you know, within within a season or two, if Cam stays consistent and healthy, who knows? But right now, yeah, I, that's too hard of a take for me. RJ, RJ right now is a level above Cam. Um my cousin says this a lot. Hard work beats talent, and talent, talent doesn't, doesn't work. work hard. Right, right. Uh, I do believe Kim has the talent to be really great, but RJ worked his butt off. Whether you don't see the results or not instantly, the dude is a gym rat and lives in the gym and works on his body. Like, I think a, a lot of the reason why he's available is because he, he works on his body i can't i don't know if cam actually lifts that much i don't know <laughs> i mean stuff like that kind of kind of you know 
hinders your injury if you don't take care of your body well enough. So, um, I'm right now. I'm trusting RJ, like you said. Cam has the talent, but something has to kind of like click in his mind that I have to cash in on my talent with the work to maximize my potential. I'm not sure if he's there yet. Usually, that usually what happens for players is that uh that final year your contract that hard work thing clicks and you're like oh shoot now i'm running <laughs> now i'm putting up a thousand shots tonight now I'm, you know and, and and you start to ascend to that level and it's cool like if you but i'm not i'm not even gonna lie i do have a fear of cam putting on a show in his contract year and regressing if anybody i'm scared of doing that with more than anybody it's cam yeah, that's that's a that's a risk because he hasn't shown that consistency from from then on. Everybody else, if they fall off, it, it might just be because you know they didn't have it, but it's not because they don't put the work in. At least anybody else who's on the team before Cam. But um, yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that. But Cam definitely has the talent. It's just up to him to to kind of tap into it. All right. And I see we got some more super chats. So let me get to these super chats real quick. Uh, $2 super chat from Echelon says, Talent, Cam versus hardworking, grit, RJ, yin and yang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the diffusion technique. Um, also, we got another super chat, 499 super chat. From Brian Gillard, who says, if Leon thinks Cam has a realistic shot to be a real contributor on his team, he should extend Cam now. What a real, what's a realistic contract? Raw. Um, we pass. He we pass extension time. We cannot extend. He he will be an unrestricted free agent come come uh, the end of this contract. So, is he going to be unrestricted? Isn't it? Yeah, isn't he? Or, or am I? Am I? Um. I don't know. I'm I mean, I'm just asking. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll be in the phone. Maybe we do have his bird rights. Maybe. I'm going to look this up. Right I guess we do have his bird rights, right? Because we traded for him. Yeah, yeah, I think we do have his bird rights. He could be restricted. But we didn't, yeah, we didn't... I think he's going to be a restricted free agent. Okay. Restricted free agent. I'm sorry. I'm just going to double check. I'm going to double check. I'm, I'm sorry. Check. Make sure. Make I sure know last lying. season, Ian Begley felt like the... The value for Cam was fifteen to twenty thousand. That's what he reported last season. Well, he said there was an executive that said that his value would be between fifteen and twenty million a, right. a year. I'm, I'm sorry, twenty million, um, not twenty thousand. Yeah, um, he's going to be. Let me see. Let's see, twenty-two, twenty-three. Then he's yeah, he's restrict. He's restricted next year. Okay, so his qualifying uh, offer is eight million dollars, and he's restricted free agent. Someone will probably offer him between fifteen and twenty. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, if he rocks out, he's gonna definitely get closer to twenty. Yeah, he's gonna get uh, a team who's gonna need that depth. That's at a uh, small small forward is gonna take a chance on him for sure if yeah. he rocks out this year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, being that the Knicks are kind of over the cap a little bit already, um, and we have decisions to make on IQ and Obi as well with Cam, it's gonna it's gonna be not we're not gonna be able to keep everybody pretty much. It's gonna be. It's gonna be rough. It's, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. We're gonna we really see what interesting. happens. Because um, we already know we started talking about it a little bit. Um, I know Rose talking about maybe um, IQ might be gone, which is, is a possibility. Yeah, I, I'm just looking at him looking at some team offering him a starter's role. Right. I can see that. I can see that. And honestly, I can see the same thing for Cam if Cam rocks out. I can see. Yeah. Yeah, right, I can see that also. Yeah, it's going to be interesting offseason next season. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Salute to the chat. I know we got one more call up. Big Reaper. What's going on, Big Reaper? Guys, good evening, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, yeah, I was I was actually just listening to the show. I wasn't even going to call in. So you guys got to the whole uh, RJ and, uh, and Cam conversation. But yeah, I mean, it's like... Um, you know, I I think you guys kind of hit the net now when I had with it because it's uh, RJ is just the better. He, he's a more polished player. You can tell he intentionally works on his game. Uh, he watches a lot more video. 
I mean, Cam's like, yeah, he's very talented. Probably he's even a more talented passer, I think. But because yeah. he doesn't, you know, study as hard as RJ does. Yo, that pass out of bounds. How to really get it. to to Obi from the to Obi? Oh my God! What? On the money, man! On <laughs> yeah. the money! Wow, and the crazy. only that's pretty much the only place he could have put that ball. Only place yeah. that was that pass was phenomenal. He made a couple of nice passes today. I'm sorry to cut you off. I got mad excited thinking about it, Reaper. <laughs> no, it's all good. No. I mean, he's a very talented he's a very talented passer, but it's just like even when you look at RJ, it's like he just you know, he knows the plays and he knows how to get his teammates involved when he's not like tunneling. So and so but you know, Cam he just kinda like does it naturally and uh, you know, the one thing about him, he, he is effective, you know. Um, he's definitely effective especially on a defensive end. Um, but, yeah, right now I definitely think RJ uh, is a better player. And, yeah, you know, unless unless Cam really, you know, intentionally intentionally works on his game on the offensive end, I just don't know. Because at least RJ, you know what his go-tos are. Uh, RJ has a go-to. Yeah, RJ's struggling, you know, making his labels right now. But at least you kind of know, you know, what his go-tos are and what he does well. Cam is just kind of like, you know, Right. It's just like freestyle. <laughs> right, yeah. So, yeah. So, for me, I just, I think, you know, right now, it's definitely RJ is much better. Okay. All right, yeah. Salute to you, yeah. I think we're all in agreement just here is RJ over Cam, but we will reconvene to see if, uh, I think it was Paul calling, Paul's prediction is true and RJ, I mean, then Cam overtakes RJ. It would just be interesting. I'm not sure if it'll happen, but it'll be interesting to see how much better Cam will get under Tom because like we said earlier I do feel like Tom's teachings is, is perfect to somebody like Cam Reddish who needs those fundamentals solely in place you know yeah all right yo thank Reaper thank you Reaper thanks for calling in all right yeah I think I'm I'm good I feel like we talked about everything you wanted to talk about uh you can just really wrap it up. Next game is versus with got the Hornets up next. Yeah. Yeah. Hornets Wednesday night. Hornets Wednesday night. I think this might be our last easy game. <laughs> if you want to call it that. If you want to call it that. Yeah. If you want to call it that, you know. But uh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what, too? There's a tally, too, because if you don't know right now, we're doing a tally. Before every game, we all ask each other, who do you think is going to win? So, uh, Raw should be winning. Raw should be winning, man. Raw, all you had to do was say. <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. Yeah. All you had to do was say. I couldn't do it. I'll take the hell. I couldn't do it. I couldn't and do it. not plead the fifth. And you would exactly. have. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all tied right now, according to Ryan. I, I told Ryan, I was like, "Yo, calm down." You know, he said, "Plead the fifth. That to me, he he he's picking the Grizzlies. If he says, "Plead the fifth. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm saying that. But I'm saying that Ron got to say that with his chest, though. I'm not. Gonna, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'll be right. I didn't want to say it. I couldn't. Say it. <laughs> I couldn't say it. Oh um, man, I feel you though. Know, you don't want to lose a home open the, the the first game of the season. You don't want to go against your team in the first game of the season. Yeah, not against your team. Man. I just gonna do it, even if my heart said, you know, Memphis going this game. I but know. I was just like, ah, I don't. My heart said it too, but I was like, whatever, Knicks. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. right. <laughs> and we don't want to pull it out. Man. I mean, they six man of the year. Uh, the refs came and helped them, but well, it is what it is. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we almost pulled that out, like. Real low key. There was there was really a 50-50 chance that the Knicks could have won that game at the end. They really was there. Oh yeah, exactly. Jalen Brunson was doing Jalen Brunson things so towards the end of that game. He was getting to his spots. He just missed mm-hmm. a couple open shots. Mm-hmm. John Morant stepped out of bounds, and they didn't go out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just superstar stuff, man. Superstar stuff. Maybe we'll get that one day. But yo, good show, guys, man. Always do, always enjoy doing a show when full crew is in town. All right. So, oh, uh, yo, Raw, you start off with you. Let them know where you can find you, Raw. Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube, Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter, Raw Hebrew Remnant on Palto. I mean, not Palto. Patreon. Sorry. Patreon. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Join that Patreon. Join that Patreon. Yeah, Patreon, we're doing for the Philippines and, uh, Actually, I put a, uh, a friend of mine, 
uh, Frankie has uh, got cancer, so I, I put a GoFundMe for him in my uh, on my YouTube videos. Oh man, uh, so definitely, yeah. yo, definitely, yeah, definitely put Raw's use. I know Fritz already is on it. He already puts your YouTube up anyway. But yeah, definitely go to that YouTube and support his friend Frankie. All right, Lee, Latin assassin. Let him know where he can find you, sir. <laughs> I appreciate y'all uh, having me on the show, man. I, I got to admit, it's been a real joy to be here talking about Nets with you guys. I've been here in Dallas by myself, not having anyone to talk to. So it's great to be on a panel discussing Nets. And, and yeah, absolutely, the chat. man. Love having you uh, on, Lee. Great to be a part of the family. Uh, you can holler me at Twitter. Ryan convinced me to find it on Twitter. So I'm at underscore Lee Escobedo, L-E-E-E-S-C-O-B-E-D-O. And make sure y'all subscribe to Ross Patreon. The, the double the double blessings double curses in the morning. <laughs> I listen to you every morning. Oh my god! Yes. Without fail, and I love it, man. I agree with that. It's everything you say, bro. So, amen, brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate that. Thank uh, you very much, Lee. Salute, man. Yo, Raw's a national treasure, man. Oh, man. I, I love having Raw on the show. Y'all, you even know. Like, I, I, I love. I love this panel so much. I don't even think you guys even realize how much I love this panel. <laughs> it's fun, man. It's a fun crew, man. It really is. It really is. It's like fun, but then y'all all know what y'all talking about in y'all own way. It's, it's always great. Uh, all right. Uh, and Ryan, we're, let him know where you can find you, sir. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir, sir G, G is chilling. <laughs> That's S I R G is C H I. L-L-I-N. You can also find me at Sergi's Corner. Content is coming soon. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. Alright. And you can find us at the KOT Show on Twitter, the Naked Time Show on Instagram and Facebook. And you also can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you can find. You just you can even Google the Naked Time Show. You'll pop up. You'll see us. We there. All right. Also, you get the snapbacks, get the, the black and white snapbacks as well at thetimeshow.com. Also have it in blue and orange if you want to find another way to support this show. All right. That is our show. We're out of here. Catch you on Wednesday. And as always, shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. Mess out here in these Knicks YouTube and Twitter streets. <laughs> that is our show. We out of here. Peace.